What's up, everybody? It's uh, it's your boys, Aloha Dan and myself, Jake. Uh, we are the Bullshitters, and this is episode... I think we've come to the conclusion it's 19. Welcome to episode 19. Yeah. Uh, the backdrop for Dan looks slightly different. Uh, he's sporting the Dunder Mifflin shirt, though, which is obviously a reference to the office so which if it's is everybody's, everybody's favorite show favorite except, show except so, you Dan, i tell think us, uh, you're kind of in the new? wrong here i don't know just thought just thought i mean it sounds sounds to me like it's a you problem it's it's a me problem uh, yeah no my background is drastically changed today i am huh. uh for those closely following uh you know our life because we're clearly very important people um, I am in my technically childhood bedroom. Yes. This was, I'm in the house. I was, uh, born and raised in, well, I was born at the hospital, but I was raised in this house right here in, uh, Boise, Idaho. Uh, I shared, we, we lived in a three bed, two bath, and I shared a bedroom with my older brother for a while. And that was this bedroom right here. And then, uh, when I got old enough and I became a big boy. Moved over to the bedroom, one door that way. And then uh, when I came back from college, uh, I ended up moving back into this room uh, for a short time because uh, it was definitely the bigger of the two rooms. Spoiler alert, my older brother got it. And uh, after my dad did the house remodel, the, the room actually got extended to be larger and the closet got extended to be <clears throat> significantly larger. So now it is like by far the bigger of the two rooms. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at because my house is completely demolished right now. Uh, okay, not demolished, but uh, there's nothing in it. There's virtually nothing inside the interior of the house. It's all in a storage pod or in the garage because the entire house is being painted right now, the interior at least. Uh, the exterior will probably come at some point later. But uh, yeah, we got, we picked oh, out nice. 10 colors, uh, if you can believe it. It's a little crazy, but yeah, the house is going to be made up of 10 colors. To be fair, one room is going to have five Whoa. colors. It's going to be a unique room, that's for sure. Uh, and damn. Basically, yeah, that's kind of what we're going to be like walking for. into Willy Wonka's uh, no, it's, factory. It's the spare bedroom downstairs. Uh, actually, okay. it's one of the two spare bedrooms, but it's the one that's currently set up to be a gym. Uh, which we very rarely use, but I'm hoping nice colors will inspire me to use it more maybe. But yeah, the gym is four. Yeah, exactly. The the, the gym is four different positive colors, energy. one on each wall, and then the ceiling is white. So that's five different colors. The rest of the house is relatively uh, plain compared to that for sure. But uh, yeah, the, the whole house save one of the two okay. bathrooms and one of the four bedrooms the entire rest of the house is being painted kitchen dining room living room theater room multiple bedrooms like bathroom everything everything yeah luckily live right next door to Quite dad the undertaking uh so it was easy to just move over here for a week or two uh rented one of those storage pods 
That's not bad. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. It's a uh, 16 by eight by eight pod sitting out oh, on yeah? the driveway, but you know, it's yeah. nice. It'll keep the stuff dry for a month. But yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely what's been new nice. in my life. And it has I been, like it. uh, it, yeah, like quite the undertaking, but hopefully get it all knocked out in one foul swoop. Uh, and then shortly thereafter, the carpet should go in the basement, uh, and the, any remaining, uh, floor trim should go in baseboards, if you will. So, uh, yeah, hopefully the house will be almost done at that point. We might actually have a livable space for about the first time in two years. That'll be fun. That will be fun. That will be loads of fun it's crazy actually what like uh, a, a it, layer I mean, of paint can do. changes the space which is the uh, especially when you do five colors in one room then it's absolutely changed which they're all yeah it probably yeah yeah probably I mean, is that uh, overboard they, no, at, at the very so. least they're all i don't know if complementary colors is the right word uh if we have any interior designers that watch the podcast and you want to yell at me later uh, that's fine. I understand, but they're all related colors at the very least. They're all primary colors. It's going to be green, blue, red, and yellow, and they're very, very basic, standard primary colors. So the whole room's going to be pretty bright. I think uh, the two smaller walls opposite each other are the green and blue, and then the two longer of the walls will be the red and yellow ones, and then the ceiling will be white. It's going to be interesting. If I might add uh, an addition of my own to said uh, room with all those colors, have you looked into lickable wallpaper? That sounds. The schnozberries <laughs> taste, like schnozberries schnozber- taste well, like schnozberries. Taste like schnozberries. That's an interesting concept. Did you know? Fun fact: that one major bowling ball manufacturer, I believe it's Storm. Uh, uh, no, it's not Brunswick. It's New Brunswick? Storm. Oh. No, it's, and it's just oh, Brunswick. Oh, that's not New Brunswick. Uh, it's just, just but Brunswick. can you guess the unique thing about all Damn storm it. bowling balls? All storm balls. Um, they are all uh, round with three like holes. A lot of bowlers, uh, Jason Belmonte is probably the best bowler in the world right now. At least he was a few years back. He only bowls with two. Yep, he only bowls with two. He uses, and he just the, uses the two, main doesn't he? two, you yeah. know, and then he bowls with, he goes with the two-hand approach where you hold it with, you know, your hand underneath and one hand on top and oh, you yeah. kind of throw. You get, you get some pretty good hook out of it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's important. Yeah, you got to cradle your ball. You know, yeah. you can't. Uh, no, they all are yeah, scented. Exactly. They, well, hey, since, you're, since we're on scented, the topic, yes. uh, they're they scented. Often smell of like kind of like you remember those uh, those markers uh, when you're a kid Ass? that have like blueberry or lemon or orange or whatever. They're all they're yeah. all very similar yeah, to that. Vaguely, so there you go. That's your fun fact of the day about bowling. You're welcome. Probably doesn't that smell as good as drift point. goods, they smell though. Pretty good, but not that good. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I got my new scent of the month, by the way. Yeah, it is, is in it fact pretty, pumpkin pretty solid spice latte. Pumpkin spice. So, it, 
Even even the wife liked it, and she's usually like, "Oh, these are too like strong." Yeah, but she, and she is a whatever. basic white girl. You know, she even liked it. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. It channels her inner basic white girl, I suppose. But uh, scented bowling balls, huh? Okay. Well, I was going to ask this earlier, since you're a you're the Jackie Moon of bowling, really. I don't know about that. Uh, you know who Jackie no, Moon I, is? I don't even know who Jackie Moon is. <laughs> That's that's Will Ferrell oh, from right. the movie Semi Pro. Yes, I am I am the Jackie Moon of bowling. Yeah, you're the Jackie Moon of bowling. Um, what exactly is the fan uh, on the ball return for? It's for eating. Uh, it's for eating uh, like chili cheese fries and then blowing the chili cheese it. off that's your fingers uh, before actually, you go no, bowl. Any decent bowler uh, worth his weight in bowling balls will tell you you never eat food with your dominant bowling hand. You don't want it to be greasy. You don't want it to be anything, really. Honestly, when I pick up my drink, I pick it up with my right hand. When I eat, I always eat right-handed at bowling. It's a habit. It's ingrained. Um, because you throw a bowling ball one time with greasy fingers, and, well, at least if you're you're yeah. not just out bowling on a Friday night getting shit housed, but if you're actually trying to bowl, you will never right. once throw right. a bowling ball with greasy fingers. It'll screw you up entirely. No, the fan is uh, moisture. It's to keep moisture off your hand. Because, again, moisture causes the ball to stick on your fingers and can screw up your throw. So if you're sweating while you're bowling, as okay. you know, some of us are tend to do, yeah, uh, you just hold your hand over that fan, yeah, and it dries your hands off a little right before you throw. Most you'll see most bowlers. I mean, it's it's kind of a that's what a, a force of habit. Honestly, is it's just you know part of the. Uh, there's a funny episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Hal is in a bowl of three hundred, and uh, every time he does something right before he throws, and then he throws a strike, he feels the compulsion to do that exact same thing over and over again. So like by his ninth ball, he has a routine of like twelve things he does before he's about to throw the ball it's it's phenomenal but that's not superstitious that's a, they call that sort of stitious not superstitious but i'm a, that's a yeah it's an office quote slightly so stitious. You know, bring is slightly stitious maybe the greatest punk rock band name ever i i, I mean i don't know i think uh I, I would buy I would buy tickets to a slightly isn't stitious that, concert. A, a punk rock band called like Bowling for Pea Soup or something. Oh, is yeah, it Bowling, Bowling for, for Soup? soup. Come know. on, man. Yeah, can I tell yeah. you a funny story about Bowling for Soup? They sing they sing about like uh, they were a big deal in like the early two thousands, as was many punk rock bands like Fall Some Out 41? Boy and Blink One Eighty Two. Some Forty One was in there, probably late nineties. They were a little earlier. Um, so Bowling for Soup sang a lot about, like, uh, well, one of their famous songs is High School Never Ends, and they compare real life to, like, how everyone's clicky sure. and stuff in high school. Okay, now, bear in mind, growing up, um, I listened to, like, rap at a pretty early age, like, uh, Outkast. You probably don't know who Outkast is, but, uh, listen to Outkast. Uh, yeah, they're kind of like rap pop stuff. Uh, you know, Black Eyed Peas, they're not rap, but I listened to that stuff growing up. Um, 
And then I liked the punk rock stuff. Well, I was 13. It was my 13th birthday. I remember this vividly. And Bowling for Soup was coming to Spokane. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to the Bowling for Soup concert. And my mom thought that their message was uh, not stellar. Much like the seltzer we tried this past weekend. Uh, Not stellar. But was it Stella? So she... No. It wasn't still. I couldn't go. She didn't let me go. She let me listen to freaking Lil Wayne, Jay Z, Outkast, Tupac, Biggie. It's, but I could not go to the bowling for this, soup. This concert. may be my my naivete, but uh, is Outkast yeah. really in the same genre as like Lil Wayne? Uh early Outkast. Early Outkast, they were like a hip hop duo. Huh. As they. As they gained more like fame, they became That's more what pop. I thought. I know. Kind of like uh, kind of like Pharrell. Pharrell is very similar. He started with like rap and stuff, and then he's worked yeah. into. I mean, I guess like, I guess you go stuff, where the money so. is. Yeah, yeah. Well, now Outcast is disbanded. They hate each other. Said they'll never do a reunion oh, tour. Poor so, shit. but I'm holding out hope for a reunion tour for Bowling for Soup because to spite my then 13-year-old uh, self, I will, in fact, go this time. I'm going to tell your so, mom you're going, and she's not going to let you go. It's like it's like a revenge tour, but for myself, you know? So, Bowling for Soup. Oh, I got to uh, <laughs> I gotta send you this. I'm sending a text, but I'm going to pull it up on the screen because this is going to be our first uh, question that was sent in by actually a listener. So, yeah, audience participation. That's exciting. And yeah, and we can have more audience participation if they're tuned into um, our uh, our page, our uh, YouTube page. I can't even talk, but. If in fact, <laughs> if in fact they're tuned into YouTube, I think it's going to pop oh my up. God. Maybe do we have a do we have a picture? I I mean I just still see you. I'm not seeing a screen share. Uh, oh, it's it's freaking loading. It's trying. Maybe it'll pop up eventually. Hilarious, and I already have my answer. There's no question in my mind that I I know the correct answer <laughs> to this question. Damn, let's try again. I'm going to try this one more time. If it doesn't work, we'll have to explain it uh, via audio. No, but I'll I'm going to... I try, I practice. I'll just show them the picture on my recording. iPad. I mean, it's fine. You can see it pretty well. Let's see. Let's see. Is it working? Is it working? No, it's That's okay. Not. It's okay. How about, I mean, you can see that pretty well. Oh, yeah. If a dog wore pants, where would he wear them? Uh, it shows a picture of just the bottom half of the dog and all four legs in, like, jean leg holes. Or the other picture is, like, the back half of the dog and just the back two legs in the jean holes. So, Dan, how would a dog wear pants if, in fact, they were to wear pants? Dogs, 100%, no question in my mind would wear pants the second way where it's just on the back half and it goes all the way around. 
And the reason <laughs> the reason I know this and the reason I'm so confident in this Oh, except I don't think I'll be able to find it. Uh well that's too bad because I have a picture of Macklin in this very shirt that I'm wearing, Macklin being my dog. Yeah. I have a picture of him wearing this shirt and he's wearing it over his head and his front two arms. So it makes sense <laughs> that if he would wear a shirt because he has worn a shirt over the front right. half, obviously he would wear pants over the back half. <laughs> so I thought you were going to say like, you've gotten him to wear pants before, but it was actually just process of elimination. You've had him in a shirt, correct? but not I, yet pants. So you just had assumed him in the, the shirt. pants would go with the shirt. Yeah. I right. had him in the shirt. So obviously ipso facto, he would be in the pants the opposite way he would be in the shirt. Right. Okay. I, I uh, wish I could share that picture that I have of him because it's a great picture. And it's so perfect that it's in literally this shirt that I'm wearing. So, it's like you planned it or something. It's I like I, I did not plan it at all. But that is a hilarious coincidence. All right. That was you fun. did not that was even fun. know what? what that picture was. I had no Prior idea. Prior to this recording, a, I mean. This was a total surprise to me. Uh, okay, what yeah. what is your answer though? What what do you think? If you were to dress rogue, would you be putting the pants on all four legs, uh, or would you just be putting the pants on the two that make sense that cover up? I mean, look at this. This is ridiculous because this way over here, guess what's still exposed? The butthole. <laughs> their <laughs> their ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't That's really true. make sense. That would be like if I wore pants just on the front half of my body and the back half, my ass was just left hanging in the breeze. <laughs> Makes no sense, Jake. Think about these things. It's an image that I cannot get out of my head. That's great. That's great. Oh, man. Uh, I would it's, probably... It's basically, it's essentially like if you wore pants the same way you wear a clip-on vest for yeah, a tuxedo, true. you know? Yeah, that's true. that's essentially that. what you're saying with these pants. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's I would say that would work, yes. Um, you're right. It's important to cover up the butt. It's it is extremely the important. There's, uh, I mean, they literally, there's, there's so much of a market for covering up specifically the butthole on cats, that they make jewels that you hang right over the tail that just cover it right up because you get tired of staring at the frickin' uh, what is it? Oh, gosh, there's a... The poop shoot. The, the stink eye, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think that's right either. I don't think that's we don't, it. We don't, don't <laughs> we don't know. This just went rated R way too quick. Oh, went real fast, yeah. But we do, one, one... we do have the luxury of the parental advisory uh, logo on our cover That's art, fair. so we can say whatever we want, really. It's our podcast. We can say whatever we, we, can we want. We bullshit and talk about assholes all, right. all we want. And that was one. That's one. Uh, all right, all right, I'm intrigued now. What, what You got more of these? Because that was funny. Okay, here's another one in relation to dogs. Uh, it's not a picture, but it's you're going to have to think this one through. It's a story problem. Okay. Um, 
how how let's see how do i phrase this um how come dogs can understand human speak but i don't understand a single bark i have no idea you we assume things but i have no idea what's actually going on but they know they know like toy ball play things like that you know But that begs the question, are they understanding a word the same way when I say the word, you know, peanut butter, you think of, you know, probably a a, a mental image in your head appears likely of either peanut butter being spread on a piece of bread or a jar of peanut butter or, I mean, maybe even just a spoonful of peanut butter. We have the, the capacity to have these mental images. Dogs, on the other hand, I think when you say ball, I don't think they picture ball. They just have this word association. I think you could say anything. You could you could train a dog to, to call a tennis ball falafel, and if you said, get your falafel, they'd go get the tennis ball. Well, that's true. Right? That's probably true. I've, I've often so that's, argued. I would, yeah, I've all, often argued it's in the inflection in your voice. You're like, you want to play? You want to play? Then they're like excited and you, start running around are you, a, are you a dumb piece of shit yeah. are you, you dumb like, are you stupid oh my god you who's wanna, a dumb wanna... piece of shit who's a who's a dumb piece of shit see it would work they'd be like oh my god i have heard that you know i have heard that that used on rex time and time again lauren will when he's being a real shit she will very affectionately and lovingly ask do you want to go to the pound do you want to get euthanized do you oh. he's like yeah that sounds amazing <laughs> So it is just the inflection. Oh, we are. We I, think, are in... I think a lot of it's inflection, yeah. and the other half is word association. I think that's funny. We need to come up with a, a great word that's simple enough that we can teach both of our our respectable. I guess I have two dogs on my end, and you have the one on your end. But just where we teach our dogs the same word for the same thing, so that way, when they like, instead of do you want a cookie? You should just say, you know, you want asparagus? And they'll be like, oh, hell yeah, I want some asparagus. <laughs> and then they think it's a cookie. <laughs> yeah, that would probably work. Uh, I was thinking the word flapjack. That's, I don't see why not. Say, flapjack. Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. Flapjack. Yeah. Kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Uh, clandestine. I don't know. What? Can you teach? Cl- oh, clandestine. I was going to say, can you teach? How awkward would that be? To teach your dog a different word for something that wasn't a noun, like kerfuffle or clandestine. That would like you know that. Yeah, it would be difficult. Oh, that would because then you would have to you would have to use that word in speech as skirmish. a noun, but it's not a noun. Oh, that would. Yeah, go go get the skirmish. <laughs> go go get your skirmish. Where's your skirmish? Where where's your skirmish? <laughs> <laughs> oh man if people aren't oh, loving this Lord. at this point okay. I, there's no hope for people I, actually I don't know what they want to see if this isn't it I mean this is solid quality this is A grade jumbo egg status you know when you're looking at eggs at the grocery store you're looking at the double A jumbo eggs this is the stuff right here this is the stuff of legend that's fair. All right. You okay, got, you got you a go, question? Go. All I right. have a question let me, for you. Let me... I do. All right. Got my thinking okay, cap on. You ready? 
I have actually okay. two questions, but the first one is, is a hot dog a sandwich? That's a common question, and I argue no. It is common. And I, why? Okay, why? Why is a hot dog not a sandwich? Because they would call it a hot dog sandwich. Think of every other sandwich ever. You put sandwich in the title. It's a Reuben sandwich. Like, you're not like, oh, I'm going to have a Reuben hot dog. I'm not going to, oh, I'm going to have a Reuben studded. You know, like, it, it. you would say sandwich with pretty much any sandwich. I said, I, I said, but you don't call a hamburger a sandwich. I'm not going to have that's a hamburger true. sandwich, but I would argue that a hamburger, a hamburger is definitely, is definitely a, sandwich. a sandwich. No, well, okay. Is a sandwich then exclusively... And you don't call sloppy joes. Sloppy joes are. I would. A I would say yes. Sandwich. Here's my question: Is is but, a sandwich? Okay. Hit me. Uh, what is the word I'm I'm trying to think of here? Uh, exclusively, uh, like just speaking in terms of lunch meats, like ham, turkey, but, but lunch meat also you could have. Like turkey that's lunch meat, or you could have turkey that's not lunch meat, but it's still a sandwich. Well, it, it, uh, yeah, a couple things. Some of the best sandwiches I've ever had yeah. are Thanksgiving on a bun, where it's actual sliced turkey with cranberry and gravy and mashed potatoes yeah. and green bean casserole. So and, good. Oh, my God, they're the best. But, no, because because uh, yeah. aforementioned hamburger, definitely a sandwich, ground beef true. is not That's a traditional true. deli meat. So, so, I beg the question, does a sandwich by definition, need to be made out of two or more independent pieces of bread. Because a club sandwich, one of the most famous sandwiches, definitely has three pieces of bread. But I think the defining factor is a hot dog is a bun that has been sliced not entirely in half. True. It's still connected. Whereas a hamburger bun, a hot dog, or a hamburger bun, sandwiches, uh-huh. you know, bread, everything like that, is all... So is separate. a pita a sandwich then? That could be a. I think by that definition, no, because a pita would not, you know, it's one. It's. It, I think a pita would be considered a wrap, is what I would consider. But are all wrap sandwiches? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. It's just like the subcategory, like a sandwich, and then you can have like a. A, no, open face sandwich, sandwich is not like a thing. Closed sandwich or like Kendall a... does open face sandwiches. That is not a damn thing. It's no, 100% it's not. percent a thing. Have you never had that? That's just meatloaf on a piece of bread. That's not a damn sandwich, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it is, and it's, it's not an it's open face. An open that's face like a freaking no. That's like a pot roast, man. Come on. <laughs> It's an open face sandwich. Open face sandwiches are fake said. news, dude. That is all right. All that right. is some shit that freaking right. Charles Manson came up with or something, dude. <laughs> it's no. <laughs> it is amazing. Open face sandwiches are um, phenomenal, and I've, you're fake news. I've never once seen a restaurant, okay, of wait, any wait, wait. kind, serve an open face sandwich. I bet you're going to pull. Okay. That's absolutely not true. I, I literally have had 
multiple restaurants serve open face. They're usually home style restaurants. Okay, okay, but it's because Cracker Barrel ran out of the stale ass bread, dude. It's not because they chose to serve it open face. They ran out of ingredients because of the supply chain issues. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. I think an open face sandwich still uses the exact same amount of ingredients. Doesn't it just become a casserole at some point? That's just a casserole, dude. Uh, Okay, well, hang on, hang on. So, did we determine hot dogs are or not sandwiches? Because in that case, would would a taco be a sandwich? I think anything that you fold is is not a sandwich. Anything that you stack is a sandwich. Oh, you know, I had never considered it that way, but (laughs) so, so you can have a hot dog sandwich then because there used to be a restaurant here in Boise called the College Inn and Out. Mm -hmm. It was a little deli or not deli. It was a little Uh drive-in over Uh next to Boise State College, obviously. Uh, And they served all of their hot dogs. They would take them and they would cut them lengthwise about three or four times. And they would fry them on the griddle and they would serve them on a hamburger bun. So that, by definition, would be a hot dog sandwich, right? Because it's stacked, whereas put in a bun or a taco or something like that is folded and and wraps the same way wraps so you yeah. could you could make a sandwich out of like a wrap but it'd be strange because you'd have a flat wrap right. with stuff and then a wrap on top and then you ate it also did we just, just discover very the unconventional reasoning behind hot dogs i i think we just oh I, my god are not a sandwich we should I, have a scholarly article i think you got it right us, i think 100 percent think that's accurate post it yeah Okay, well, here's okay. your next question, Ready. Mr. Scholarly Article Genius. Is cereal a hmm. soup? Okay. Um, because not all, before you say true. something, that not is true. All I knew that. I knew that. Um, what would, what would make something a soup? I would guess, a, I would guess a soup. I, I, I think I was it thinking would in my head that it, I would I would say I would say preparation more so than anything. Cereal is very simple. It's two ingredients true. that are never mixed ahead of time. To me that's the answer. Is that if it's mixed ahead of time and that's the intended result, you know, if you mix cereal ahead of time, you you know, you mix it 3 days later or you mix it 3 days earlier, put it in the true. fridge, you come back you're just going to have a bowl of glop, right? So by definition, I would argue that something like oatmeal or cream of wheat or, you know, yeah. whatever, what have you, I would argue those are soups. They're more on the porridge side, but I would argue they are technically a soup. Whereas, I would say in it's my not opinion, soup cereal well. is not I soup. was going to argue that it has something to do with, like, soup has an animal product base, but milk is an animal product base. So, um, there goes that Definitely argument. Definitely an animal window. product base, um, yeah. Let's see. Let's think this one through. Um, 
like you said, I think a soup has to have more than two ingredients. There's there's more than two ingredients in every soup, right? Yeah, I can't I can't I mean, see I mean, any soup being good with just two soup? ingredients. I mean, I guess I guess if you really at the base. I mean, well, but that in has theory, spices just and have stuff in it. Tomatoes, and like whatever. At at I think at its simplest, like you could have technically just like chicken broth and noodles, and you could kind of call that a. That's chicken how noodle that's soup. how Campbell's does. But that'd be it the like most their boring soup aisle, you know. Oh, I actually don't mind that <laughs> stuff. Have you ever it's not, not it's added the one water? You have and to gone add and water too, but that's what I grew up. No, just me. Oh, yikes! I've done that before. Oh, not no, on purpose. I don't think so. Uh, you know, one thing. One thing that I I did always oh, want yeah. to do as a kid. Uh, we ate a lot of mac and cheese growing up. Of course, what's what's the preferred mac Craft. and cheese brand uh, for kids? What's your Velveeta. your opinion here? That is correct. Uh, I would have somebody that I know uh, would argue that it's Velveeta. Hey, but speaking of she mac and cheese, is very wrong. Yeah. Um. But when you make craft mac and cheese, obviously you you know you boil the water, you put the noodles in. When we were kids, we always right. wanted to put the powdered cheese directly into the water, which is not how it works. Yeah. But fun fact: I saw one of those life hacks online. Where, in fact, that's exactly what they did. They literally just put less water in, boiled the noodles up, put the cheese in that, and then put the butter in that. And then I think they, like, baked hmm. it or something. I don't know. It was strange, but it worked. And it actually looked pretty good. But I still love it the the basic way. Uh, that's actually one of my guilty pleasure yeah, snacks. Which never happens. Uh, if I've had a little too much mm-hmm. to drink, uh, I'll walk because I'm a responsible human. No, it never happens. But if it were to happen, I would walk yeah. because I'm a responsible human to the corner store, the Jacksons, and I would buy Kraft Mac and Cheese, a little yeah. pint of milk, and I usually have butter at home, so I'm fine on that. Yeah. And then I make that All right. So in my kitchen. It's great. Now begs the question, it's, it's a lot of fun. how do you prepare your Kraft Mac and Cheese? The reason I ask this is because there's two different methods of preparation in this household. One is wrong and one is right. Let me explain to you the two different ways that this is done. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you how, let me tell you how I do it and we'll see if that's the right way or the wrong way. I will boil my noodles. I strain the water off the noodles. Uh, you can save a little bit of the water yeah, just if that you moist, really want. Just that some some pasta dishes are good to have a little bit of that, that starchy water. I personally, I personally don't use it. So I will have the noodles hot uh, sitting in the pan that I just boiled the water in. I'll cut off my little bit of butter. I'll throw the butter in because you want it to still be in the noodles when it's hot. So the butter melts. I'll put the powdery cheese in. You know, mix that around a little bit, and then I put my milk in. And if you want, if you okay. want it to be a little bit richer, you can use like heavy whipping cream or like half yeah. and half or something. Um, personally, I I usually just use milk, uh, but that's about it. And then sometimes if I'm feeling frisky, 
I'll put a little bit of cheese on top of it, but that, that kind of yeah. ruins it because it's a little bit different taste, real cheese versus the powdered cheese. Uh, and if I'm feeling real okay. crispy, I'll cut a hot dog up into it. And that's, that's now, the shit all right. right there. Now, let me offer an but, alternative uh, to your That's how way. I prepare it. What, is, what are how your two different ways? You bring to temperature your milk, your butter, and add your cheese into a saucepan all together by themselves whip them together turn it into powdered cheese milk butter soup boil your noodles and then strain your noodles and then pour your noodles on top of your now pre-made mixture and then whip it together which way would you which way would you say is the correct way if you I, had that to sounds pretty good. I, I could see that being good. I mean, yeah. obviously ding, there's ding, one ding. correct way. Ding, it's the way ding, that's ding. on the box. And ding, it's the ding. way that I described earlier. That's the correct way. But the other way I mean, sounds intriguing. You're on your own with I that might one. try it one of these times. Uh, it, it, it sounds... It sounds to me more like uh, that mixture that you create with the powdered cheese and the milk and the butter is going yeah. to create more of a like Velveeta-ish substance. Uh, I kind of like just letting it all mix together with the yeah. noodles and the butter, and you know I don't I don't really need to make a cheese up in sauce. The, uh, I just neck want of the woods. It's a house divided, but you know what? Kraft mac and cheese is consumed either way. So, at the end of the day, it's not really that big a deal, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. At, at the what? end of the day, Kraft wins, I suppose. Question. Uh, uh, since we're on the topic, Velveeta, you're a cheese Kraft expert. Just I've, leaps I've and bounds uh, known this for years now. Yeah, okay. So, explain to I, me how you I make may, a powdered cheese. A, a bit of a cheese then, connoisseur, sure. Then explain to me how you make a solid block of whatever the hell Velveeta is. Uh, Velveeta is not cheese. Velveeta, much like Kraft Singles. Correct. Uh, to, to talk shit about the brand that I was just raving about. Kraft Singles are also not cheese. They're oil and plastic basically as far as i'm well, concerned there's another sponsorship um, opportunity loss but continue simple. that's that's pretty obvious <laughs> i mean well, i love shit on their singles but you didn't shit on their noodles Kraft. and cheese actually i i just shit all over crack too so now we're just screwed either way their noodles and cheese phenomenal the singles although i will admit the singles are okay on a burger i would much prefer real cheese but in all a right. pinch if all you Fair got enough. is craft singles i'm still having a cheeseburger um uh, better with bacon if you're gonna have craft singles but you know it works although to be honest i do order my sausage okay. egg mcmuffins at mcdonald's without oh without the okay yeah 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 um, just because I think it ruins the no without. Well, cheese without. is like forty cents a slice in No cheese because like, I think it off, ruins. It. Um, but no the the dehyde 
What? Yeah, they ought to give me money back is what they should do when I order it that way. Did you know that uh, our, our yeah. favorite fast food restaurant, which I would argue it's not even fast food, it's fast casual, but Chick-fil-A actually does, in fact, reduce the price of your food when you take ingredients off. If you say, I don't want tomatoes or I don't want lettuce oh, or you mean I don't want a sauce or something, someone that owns on, a you know, that specifically comes on it, it reduces the price on the menu board. Follows- it's crazy. Yeah, you're right. That understands where cost savings Unbelievable. exist. I if thought, you're not I providing thought those a product, come why, should, why should the customer pay for it? Yeah, I know. Can you believe it? Wow. Nope. They're still here at good old Chick-fil-A. But, uh, no, the, the, the powdered real, cheese part actually it's real isn't cheese? that difficult. Because all it is is just dehydrated. You just take the water out of it, and it just becomes a powder. Uh, whether or not it actually is, now that I don't know. All right. I fully believe that you could, in fact, make a powdered real cheese. Cheetos? Because, yeah, uh, haven't you had those, uh, those little puff oh, balls? Oh, like moon balls. Of, uh, they call them like moon the cheese. There we go. cheese. No, 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 no. Uh, so I think someplace they call moon cheese. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, just huh, that's true. Yeah, just essentially take that and just crush it up because those are just cheese. You know, just crush up. That's already that's like already it. that makes sense. A powder that makes a lot of sense. Combined hmm. together, you crush that. Up, I never up thought. Uh, I never thought we'd have a discussion this long about different kinds of cheese. We managed to do so flawlessly, though. I tip my cap to you. Educational. It's kind of I mean, like think, how it's I made. That was, you know those uh, old shows? Not only entertaining, that show you how but things educational, are made. really. Yeah. If you have if you have Discovery Plus, it's I streaming on the Discovery made. Plus app I from used season to watch one. The hell out of that show. Great show. It's awesome. It is it is awesome. Um, I do I do not have Discovery right, Plus, but I might need to look into that. Uh, here's here's a question for you. What professional sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol consumption to? Mm-hmm. I I would say now now we can't we can't be talking about like twelve drinks you know can't be twelve it have to be it have to be like something did you say of like, the like you have to have three drinks before you go out can it be a and play baseball the wall kind you know, of sport? or something like that. Um, I, All right. I think it can be off the wall. I think it, anything, anything out of the Olympics is fair game. Uh, anything major okay. league in the United States uh, or so we're talking like Europe. slightly, slightly so intoxicated I'll put soccer and cricket in there. Um, Yeah, just a little bit tipsy. Not we don't want them to be drunk. You know, th- these are professional athletes we're talking about. But I was going to say I think NASCAR, it would be dude, funny to but I would never do, condone drinking and, do, like, and driving. The, the luge. I would never condone drinking tipsy. and driving. So my option B. <laughs> well, 
Well, that's the only time people actually enjoy watching what NASCAR. What if you just like turn Kendall, NASCAR it, into, it like, It becomes just a big old and then shit show. Get drunk first. You know what? I'm going to go I'm going to go to our roots with this one. Think about the first time Bump you got first, drunk, yeah. whether you yeah. were, you know, yeah, 12 fair. or 30. Um, it doesn't matter. 12, what? <laughs> Anywhere in that age range, right? Um what was the like what was Hopefully the sport 12, that you gravitated sure. to whilst <laughs> drinking? Basketball, dude. You wonder you wander around a school parking lot or something you're like shooting on a hoop at a, at a city park or something right oh it's I funny mean... and it's funny when you just heave up shit like uh philip seymour hoffman and along came polly raindrop old school <laughs> come on man <laughs> all right hey i have a legitimate question for you about basketball it has been scientifically proven that the underhand free throw is significantly more effective than the overhand free throw. And yet all these bitches in the, uh, you know, freaking uh, NBA are throwing them overhand because they don't want to look silly. There have been, I think, like two or three players that in the history of of the NBA. Also white guys. And guess what? Everyone that shot underhand has been white guys. Not to make this a thing of race, but who's the black guy? It was it's Rick Barry and it's Canyon Barry who's his son. Not true. Rick Barry and Canyon Barry I know because he went to University of Florida, Uh, so he's my boy. Yep, it's Chin Chinua, uh, uh, hang on, hang on. I gotta, his, he's right here. C H I N A N U, Chinanu Onuaku. <laughs> I think his name's Chine Onuaku, right but bam, does that man look white to you? <laughs> Hmm. Whatever. It's spelled Chinanu. It's C-H-I-N-A-N-U. Chinanu. Looks like he got cut from that team is what that but looks like. Here he is right here. What does that look like to you? That's an underhand free throw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. All I know. Dude, they've, they've shown like sign free throws. Scientifically, right that ah, it would ah, increase your ah. points per game by like underhand free throw four points per game, and he was a high. That's a substantial shooter. amount. The difference between averaging, dude. Remember that saying? You know how you know how you could get a guy to do literally yeah. anything. Yeah, so don't be a bitch, dude. Why does nobody dude. do it? Yeah, that's like the one rule in male life. <laughs> don't hey, be a bitch. Dude, don't be a bitch. The first guy yeah. that went out there Don't shooting a on a peach basket, he was just hooking up granny shots from all over the court, dude. Just the, coming the off first screens, guy. dude, planting his feet and hooking <laughs> up first... granny shots. And 
Well, but see, I understand why you shoot overhand for like a three or something like that. Like, Dude, that would be so awesome. I get that. You got to be over Dude, the going guys up for that are in front of you. Three pointer, you're, you're just grinding it, dude. But you jump normal, like your from, normal you jump know, shot inside the paint. Like it's not going to work. That would be legendary. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to see some guy going up, going up for a um, layup, just like. Running next to the hoop Man. this way, and then oh, just flips it up. <laughs> oh, but anyway, you didn't answer the question, dude. Let me like let me said, answer or ask you this question on the same preface. Score. Why don't don't be a bitch? Why don't freaking football me. players throw passes underhand? You would have way more control. Wouldn't you? You'd have way more control, like short pass. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, all they do now is dink and dunk anyway. They only throw five-yard passes. Oh, now. you're talking they, about, like, college and the NFL. Yeah, I would, I'd argue. Yeah. Or what about, uh... Yeah, I'd, I'd argue. I don't know, man. I think you it's know, just because there's still, see, uh, uh, honestly, a bunch of, of masculinity in sports. And, uh, again, it boils down to don't be a bitch. If there was an entire team in the NBA that shot underhand, do you know how freaking viral they would go? If a Probably. If the Portland Trailblazers all decided that all we're going to do is draft white guys and oh my teach God. them to they shoot would probably, underhand, they would probably, they win would probably be the best team in the league. Have your LeBron... Have your freaking Damian Lillard, dude. We'll uh, we'll take all the white dudes and we'll freaking teach them granny. Probably. Yeah. Have your. Oh yeah. Have Zion. your Steph Curry's and your freaking. Uh, who's who's the dude? Big Zion's guy the a thick boy. Duke or uh, no, he came from Duke. What the hell's his name? Okay, Zion now I, this is a little him. more, I guess, in-depth in the sports yeah. world, but he, since you brought it up, of he's, the he's major sports kid, in North America, sure. which requires he, the yeah. most athleticism? <laughs> it's golf, Ooh, right? The most athletic. Uh, yeah. That's true. You know, I would say I would, I would say hockey or basketball. Argue. Basketball requires quite a bit, but also I think it's I think it's hockey. Hockey's tough because I think it's hockey. Yeah, I don't think you're born good at hockey. You can literally be born good at basketball. Like LeBron um, was good well, when he was that, four years old. Well, first of all, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think there's definitely with hockey. The thing is, yeah, hockey's one of the few sports out there where you can yeah. go significantly faster than the human body is meant to move, just under its own natural influence. You know, like like mm-hmm. you know what Usain yeah. Bolt as a sprinter, the fastest he could go as the fastest man in the world was like some uh... twenty. 
five, twenty six, yeah, like five miles. In like hour, a dead sprint, fast. like blue line Don't to blue line, I'm sure they could get over running. twenty one, twenty two. But I mean, it's a shorter. They get up to. Their I mean, zero to sixty, if you will, is a lot faster than you know than like a football player who's standing on the line of scrimmage waiting for the snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, NHL that's a good question. I don't know the actual dimensions of a hockey 20 range. Miles per hour on the I want to say 90 20 feet. 20 miles per hour. And how big is no, a, no, how more long than is a hockey ring? Yeah, I'm an idiot. 200 feet long. Okay. Hang on. Oh, no. No, it says 200 feet long. Well, yeah, those aren't it's, terms it's a hockey, feet, but I know yeah, what you it's, meant. It's 50 feet from blue line to blue line. Uh, and it's 100 feet from the baseline to center <laughs> court. The back so, wall. I like that. We'll roll. Center, center ice and I don't know what what the back wall is called. I don't know. But either way, yeah. it was, I think Usain Bolt hit his highest speed in the 100-meter dash, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been the 40, or, but I think it was the 100. And or anyway, that they would be can freaking go twenty feet. miles an hour on skates, stop on a dime, almost as fast change as directions, him. and then they and collide with another guy. So, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I would say hockey, yeah. or yeah, hockey's right up there. Then go twenty miles an hour the other way down the ice. Yeah, no, it's insane. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Beyond that, I would think, right? Like, obviously, weightlifting requires, you know, a ton of discipline. And I would, strength, I would, but guess, it's obviously not yeah. athleticism. You, you know, you don't, you don't see a ton of weightlifters out there. You know, uh, same thing with soccer. Soccer requires a lot of endurance. It requires some natural skill, and then some that you can yeah. practice. Yeah, but again, it's, true. it's you know, it's primarily uh, I don't know just what a, I was going to say. Actually, I just had a thought, lost it, and then so. understanding the game, and then just knowing how to pass. I don't know, and shoot. Hockey. I had another thought little, when you asked yeah. me which would require the most yeah. athleticism before I finally settled on hockey, uh, but I can't remember which sport I was thinking of. Uh, oh, I know what it was. It was baseball. It was baseball in my head because I don't think any other. So my dad uh, saw an interesting fact one time, and I can't remember where he saw this, but most, you know, they call average vision 2020, right? And I believe if we have any optometrists in the listening audience, please correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong. But what I believe that means is that you can see at a distance of 20 feet what most other people also yeah. see at a distance of 20 feet. Whereas if you have better than normal vision, mm-hmm. you have 2015 or 2010, where you can still see at 20 feet what other people have to be within 15 feet or within 10 feet to see. So he said that he read this fact that most major league baseball players have on average, 
2012 vision, mm-hmm. meaning they can see at 20 feet what most people have to be at 12 feet to see, which is yeah. amazing because even at my best, when I was a kid with sharp eyes, and my mom always used to be impressed, you know, she'd be, I'd read street signs from right. half a block away. She'd be like, you can read that? And I was like, yeah, no problem at all. And I mean, even still, I have okay vision with glasses on. I wear, I wear my glasses for distance vision. I have pretty good vision, but even at my best, I was only ever 2015. So the fact that these guys are, you know, 20, 30, some of them are even 40 years old and the average in the league is still 2012. That means that some of them are probably at 2010 or below. You have like... Six I mean, tenths of a second that's to first, react. That's just amazing. And so, but I think that's what's required to hit a 95 mile an hour fastball, you know, and that's why I say that uh, involves. They can see, they can, they can get yeah. a really you, good you, idea you, of what they pitch is coming based off they're the release point like before the, the pitch. pitch. Is even so thrown. if they're up here about to throw it, the guy up the bat know. can see his grip and assume where it's going to go, but. It's like playing roulette. You don't know. You yeah. guess, but you don't know. If it if it looks like he's going to throw a fastball, they're going to guess, oh, it's fastball down the middle. Or it's he's been throwing yeah. me inside I mean, I all game, you just so guess I, I'm guessing he's going to throw a fastball fences, inside you know? again. But, I mean, half a, it's six-tenths of a second. It's half a second. Yeah. 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 It's nuts. Yeah. Well, and now there's there's pitchers yeah, half, that are throwing second. over a hundred regularly. Just, there you go. That's it. From hand to glove, yeah. or if you're lucky, Jacob you Degrom hit it. Is probably one of the most, oh. I guess, household names uh, as pitchers, and he pitches late in the games. You'll see him in the Man, seventh, that's... the eighth, the ninth inning as a oh. starter, still pitching, and he's been known to hit a hundred miles an hour in the eighth inning, having already thrown a hundred pitches prior. I mean, it's unreal. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's crazy. That's, uh, that's something. Oh, yeah. Well, well uh, don't there. mind me. Right. I'm just well, that, nibbling. that was kind of a, a segue off of our no, thought-provoking question. The dog ones. Um, uh, the wife made a maple syrup do you have? Did dinner? you have any more? Oh, yeah. What do you... I was a... Uh, what are you nibbling I was a there? quality control specialist, so I felt it was okay to quality control, you know, be the specialist. During the podcast, so... Ooh, that sounds pretty good. I have been, uh... What... Here you go. Here's a question for you. What... If you're only buying three <laughs> items from, let's say, Walmart, um, what three items are you buying to make the cashier buy... most uncomfortable? A dog leash. <laughs> I would buy whip. <laughs> I would buy a dog leash. I would buy whipped cream. 
and I would buy hot dogs. I imagine either condoms or lube probably has to be in there somewhere. That, no, because condoms or lube are like easy, so you got to go with other things. <laughs> Could you imagine? All right, All right. dog That's leash, whipped cream, I and was, hot dogs. I was gonna say. What would your thought as the cashier be? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Who's got a dog? Who said anything about a dog? <laughs> and then, then when the cashier says, oh, what kind of dog do you have? You say, oh. I don't have a dog. <laughs> what dog? Nobody, nobody here has a dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd probably buy uh, some, some freaking Ambien. <laughs> I don't know, like uh, like uh, some sleeping pills. Yeah, some 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 form of sleeping pill. Uh. Probably like a <laughs> kitty litter. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like to make it weird, you got to go with the, you got to stick with the animals. So oh, you, yeah. Just like, there you go. You know. There you go. That's how you, that's how you freak butter, out the Walmart cashier. Do you think the Walmart and... cashiers even care? <laughs> no, and probably some like rope. <laughs> yeah, you've bitched recently about yeah. this, but it's all right. Do you? So first of all, we don't even have cashiers anymore. This is a pet peeve of mine. Didn't I bitch about this on one of our seltzer sample Sundays? Yeah, because it pisses me off. It pisses me off because Walmart got rid of all their cashiers. Just a bunch no of more shenanigans. Check stands at all. Mm-hmm. So you don't even get to play that game anymore. You know what? I remember one time I was in college. And of course, what do you do in college? You know, you be an asshole to everybody. <laughs> Wait, you were in reverse, and it's basically being. An you asshole. were in reverse at we the drive-through. The Arby's you were going the proper right way through way, the drive-through, but you were backwards. In my Toyota Matrix. The drive-through lady. Yeah. In reverse. <laughs> oh. In reverse at the drive-through. Yeah. I was going the proper got mad, way through probably. the drive-thru, but I was backwards. Joey got the food, uh, you know, from the passenger's <laughs> window. We were backwards. And you know what happened? Do you know what happened at this Arby's drive-thru? It was probably oh, 11 o'clock man. at night. She didn't say I one goddamn word. I don't think I was along for that ride. She couldn't care less, and it completely ruined it. It completely ruined the entire joke. She <laughs> didn't even react. I don't think you were either. Good, actually. She that's, was deadpan. That's a good idea. She I just like took the money, gave now us the food. Now that we're old, now that we're old, we closed the window, get, and we, we can't like, do shit like that anymore. What did we do this for? It ruined. Also, for anybody in the. No, no, I wouldn't do shit like that anymore. But for anybody in our listening audience, 
uh, that works drive-through, that's how you take the wind out of somebody's sails. Don't react at all. Just ignore it. And two, uh, for anybody thinking about going to college, A, don't be an asshole like I was, but B, <laughs> you know how you gain the freshman 15? In my case, it was probably closer to 50. We used to do things like the the Apple Way run where we would hit like five different fast food joints all on one street. You're not, you're not right with it. You're not right with it right that. now because it's cool That's to be thick. That's how you gain the freshman It's cool to be thick now, Dan. Or and or 50. Don't do that. You got to be too something to Maybe do something. Maybe occasionally have a salad, you know, and go for a walk. That's true. You started the trend, actually. You you're, you're a trailblazer and not a follower. I, well, I, I, was, I was thick. I was thick. Before it was cool, so I'm just saying. I was. I'm a. What's the worst that could happen? You sleep in a house with trails. 15 I different colors of paint. Trail. Currently no, drying I, on your uh, wall. I'm back on my diet this week. I'd only kill a couple brain cells. I mean that, and I've been kicked out of my own home because of painting. But uh, you didn't just drape. Oh you gosh. didn't just drape like a tarp over your couch. You could have roughed it, man. Oh uh, well, that's the thing. There's no. There's wow, no bed. That's dedication. There's no couch. There's nowhere to sleep. We sleep on the floor. Yeah. Nope. We moved almost everything entirely out just because we knew that would be the easiest way. Right. Well, in the basement, there was so much stuff that it would have been hmm. impossible to move it all to the center and drape, you know, just a, a drop cloth or a tarp over it. The bed, The bedroom is not big enough for the king size bed anyway. So the bed mm-hmm. probably needed to go regardless. Uh, which by the way, we have one of those uh, soft core mattresses where yeah. it's it's not like it's got an actual springs or anything like that. It's literally just all foam. Super comfy to sleep on. Love the mattress. I think it's like a it's not a tempered peating, but it's something circle. similar to that. Well it's half Super circle comfy. if you're in your taco properly. Terrible. Terrible to move. Because it has no rigidity whatsoever. It just wants to fold in half like a taco. There we go. I think Full it goes circle. from a taco to a salad. Yeah. If you're eating the taco properly. So, that also begs the question. If the taco shell breaks in half, does it go from a taco to a sandwich? That's fair. That's fair. That's how I have to eat most of my pitas anyway. Because I have a tendency, I even warn them. I'm a nice guy. I warn them. I say, hey, just so you know, I'm going to put almost all of your toppings on here. So go light or else it's going to split. And they never listen to me. I've done this probably a dozen times. They never listen to me. They always roll it up. And by the time they get to the end, when they're trying to roll it up, I like, Man, this literally is a big despise yeah, pita pit. No shit. I told you days. it was going to be big. So they always I hate it. We put it in a bowl and was, like a salad anyway. Yeah, it's fine. I'm but not Pita mad. Pit was the only place open at like 2 a.m. And we would pita. just leave the dorms in the middle like of the McCall. night and like walk to Pita Pit. I freaking hate it now, dude. There's a Pita Pit like right down the street from our house. Pita and I'm like, found never it going up there, there in Coeur d'Alene. Oh, they got a drive through. Still not going there. Yeah. Dude, the last time I went to Pita Pit, I mean, I'm not going to put them on that much blast, I guess, but the last time 
that I went to Pita Pit, they wrapped uh, Man, that's too bad. Know, the pita I love up pita in the we've paper got, that they we've do. We've got two or three of them And I here. drove home and, man. and let it cool down a little bit. But the paper freaking stuck to the pita, dude. Like, like ingrained itself in the pita. And I was like... Yeah, I was pissed. I was like, well, that just solidifies it. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't enough wax on the paper. Yeah, huh? I don't know. Gotta get that. I've, you gotta I haven't get that been wax. to Subway you know, in a long time. You know the real secret to eating a pita? You gotta get some of your veggies grilled on the grill with your meat. Same thing at Subway, which I won't go to Subway anymore. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm I'm boycotting Subway. Because they're for too fake, expensive. For fake bread, meat that expired two anymore, weeks ago that they just keep changing the expiration the date on. But their cheapest regular yeah, day sandwich with meat is now an $8 foot long. $8 for Subway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boycott Subway. That's, that's where I'm at. But, uh, if you do end up finding yourself at a subway, when they grill your sandwich, get them to put yeah. some veggies on there at that point as well. Similar to the grilled veggies on your pita. Because if you put, like, I don't know if you like a little bit of spice, but grilled jalapenos. I think they're different. Grilled onions. Yeah, I think they're different. Uh, green peppers aren't bad if they're grilled. And uh, some, like, I don't uh, know. peppercinis I couldn't or tell banana you, peppers. To I, don't, be I don't know what the official term is. I honestly don't even know if those are two different kinds of vegetable. Pepperoncinis or banana peppers, but I, I mean, what's what's the difference here? Come on, is it really? Okay, let's see. And and, and it's not even pepperoncini, by the way. It's pepperoncini. Oh wow! But people right. always just say pepperoncini. So, uh, oh, it looks like they are are drastically different. Um, huh. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just a, a difference in the picture, if you can see that. They're clearly very different. I was not aware that banana peppers uh, looked so different. Yeah, very similar in many ways, but looking deeper, you'll notice they're not the same. Uh, okay, good yeah. to know. They, uh, they they measure up about 500 Scovilles, which is very, very low. Um, God, you know... Oh, okay, but some think... banana peppers have no heat whatsoever that's interesting yeah that's it uh, they, they obviously yeah, parental look different guidance They're, suggested they, they because we want a little the bit parents to learn there you go as we well as such the, an educational those youngsters. podcast we yeah you know that's what do you think our youngest listeners for? stands for education maybe. not what do you explicit. think our like target audience is We yeah, but, to learn dude, along there's, like, freaking the nine-year-olds yeah, watching Squid absolutely. Game. Oh. I mean, God, could you imagine third grade watching Squid Game? 14 or 15. Yeah. Yeah, that, yikes. That should not be happening, but I understand that it is. Nothing's off um, limits anymore, because... Because cause, uh, all the no, streaming networks and all that stuff, you can watch whatever you want SpongeBob. now, right, at the, right on your phone, like, right on your iPhone as an 8-year-old. 
Uh, that's true. I mean, they started watching South Park and, you know, all that stuff, you know, in probably like fourth grade. It's true. It's true. Uh, and regardless of how many parental right. controls you try and put in place, uh, unfortunately, kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Because, because, and the reason this is, it's not because they're just so much smarter. It's because they grow up with it and they don't know anything different. So when something new comes along, they they learn it so much faster. We are still, I still mm. learn every single day new things that my phone can do. I just found one yesterday with the new iOS update. It's amazing. You can literally press, like when you're typing somewhere, a little button will pop up when you, you know how you like go to paste on your phone, you press where you're typing and it'll paste. Yeah. It'll pop up this little box yeah. and it's, it's just it was a little not box a with a couple lines in it. But when you click it, a camera comes up on half your screen and it tries to read any text in the camera. So yesterday yeah. I was looking up a recipe for a nice low carb soup oh. that I was going to make for my diet. And in order to get the ingredients, it was not a bowl mm -hmm. of cereal. It was on a website. So I was getting the bowl of ingredients for the ingredients so I could go shop for them. I, I needed the bowl of ingredients. Sorry, I, I had bowls on the brain apparently. But I just pressed that little button and I showed it the text on my computer screen. Quality control and it specialist. dictated That's the entire recipe are. down and then I was off. That was it. No more retyping. No more all right. It's all I these think we've gone off the rails. that somehow all kids just like innately know about. I don't know how they figure this. I stuff know out. I teed Thank up you. a couple questions, but I think you held up your end of the bargain better than than myself. So they are. You they brought, really are. You brought it today. You brought it. Oh, well, I, I don't think yeah. we were off the rails to begin with. I'll be completely yeah, honest. Well, some some people don't, but. I just I, I don't think I just, they like the sound of either. When of I voices, start talking, I just start talking. To listen anyway. I tell you, so. I love the sound of my own voice. I don't. I don't know what you guys yeah. hear, but yeah, we're uh, the way it Dan, sounds up here is phenomenal. Are you saying people this, don't love uh, the sound of my voice, Jake? This rope here that we bought from Walmart for our three items to freak out the cashier. Um, where fair. can they and find we appreciate our them podcast? Yeah, and we're making a push on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Same damn thing. Whatever. They separated their music from their podcasts. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. iHeartRadio. Anyway, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, search What's Apple Wrong Podcasts, With Us. You'll find all YouTube, of our podcasts in one all over the place. convenient location. Give us a five-star review. Five stars boost us to the iTunes, top of Apple the Podcasts. most, wish, or not most, Whatever. Wish, most Whatever. listened list. So... Uh, other than that, this has been Bullshitters, episode 19. Aloha Dan is right there, somewhere on the screen. I'm Jake, on the other part of your screen. Until next time. Peace. It's in the books.